Down in Utah, Alabama, in 1965, a young man about 21, no different than you or I, he's catching catfish and getting drunk. But Uncle Sam called, he called him up, send them out to Vietnam. That young man got his life turned upside down, turned his smile into a crown, dropped that king of his crown for an ideal he didn't even know about. He was gambling at the wagon when that army man showed up, and he flashed that pen and paper. You are now In listening to the gonna be a firefight. Talk Show! <laughs> All the way live from the state of Texas. Oh shit, it's crazy here. I am your host, Scott Sullivan, and all the way from the green state, the state that occasionally gets energy right, my co-host, the champion of pancakes, Adam St. Germain. Hey, you know, there's this thing about speaking again, energy, right? The state of Vermont had a big mandate a couple years ago to go carbon neutral by the year 2024. I don't know. I picked the year. The year I made the year up. Don't it, whatever it is. That. Some year. Doesn't some matter. Year. Doesn't matter. You know. Do not Whatever. send us a message. If you have a complaint about that, uh, send it to at Ted Cruz on Twitter or whatever. Yeah. Tell that motherfucker how it should be done. Oh, Ayo. just saying. Oh, Vermont is already carbon neutral. Well, there you go. Damn. Vermont bringing it. <laughs> Vermont bringing it. Hey, I, I, well, we can get down a side note on Vermont in a minute, but Adam St. Germain, we got to reset the scene here. Today is. The 21st uh, so, day of February. It's a Sunday. Is that right? Is it 21st? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, okay. And we are in a, a number of uh, spaces on the time continuum. We are about to hit Strange Challenge Week 2021. <laughs> Strange Challenge! <laughs> which we'll describe in a bit. We're coming out of the Texas Apocalypse Week, which to me... I'm still experiencing trauma from, but I'm curious as someone outside of the region, you just had a normal ass week, right? Um, I'm just, I'm just doing a quick mental check here. Yeah, totally, totally normal. It was busy, you know, work wise is busy, but in terms of like natural disasters or, uh, power emergencies or food shortages or any of that. No, we had a, we had a straight up, normal week it was a it was a vacation week for the kids that are in school yes <laughs> yeah yeah that's great but um what do you think but yeah about, otherwise totally normal about um your co-workers who represent the regions in central texas do you think or or even texas in general do you think their week was bad or just irregular do you you have any perspective on that probably not i don't know if those are people actually i actually don't know i i don't speak to those folks down there in texas um particularly regularly because they are outside of my region um right which for the for the listeners is the 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 upper northeast how would you describe it i like to describe it as uh it's the northeast with big emphasis on the north little emphasis 
on the east because it goes from Fargo, <laughs> okay, uh, Fargo, North Dakota to New England. Wow, that's a that's a but, region right there. But does not include New York City or anything south of New York City. So, so that's very good. So, uh, here's the thing for the listeners: we got to get you engaged right away up front. This has been a rough week for uh, your your host here in in Central Texas. I don't want to play it up at all because I've been blessed. A lot of things in my life didn't go as bad as they've gone for other people. But uh, right before I forget, because we're going to talk and be silly. Uh, if you're anywhere in the central Texas area and you're a friend of mine an acquaintance or an acquaintance of an acquaintance and you actually listen to this shit, please consider uh, donating blood or platelets uh, to the blood bank. Uh, you can do that by Googling uh, or looking up. We are blood is the name of the blood bank in central Texas. Uh, and they will make appointments with you. They will take your blood <laughs> or your platelets and uh, probably keep cancer patients alive for a little while with it because uh, there's been a huge interruption to the supply chain during the storm here. And it's one of the things that isn't going to make the news. It's kind of in the background, but for some people it's life and death. It's very big. So if you are healthy and feel like giving some blood and platelets, we are blood uh, dot, I believe com. If it's org, I apologize, but just Google. We are blood. You'll get it. And so I'm, anyway, that's my, I had to get that off the chest before I forgot to say it. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you actually went to the point of describing why people should give blood because I'll be honest, I saw this going around and I didn't, I, I couldn't, I couldn't reconcile the two. I was like, okay, major yeah, storm, totally. power yeah. outages, whatever. And then the call to action was to donate blood. And I was like, I don't. I don't get it. But now, thank you. I understand. So yeah, I just, right. just to, not to, to beat the point to death, but just for, for anyone out there who maybe is still a little confused on it. Um, there's a wide variety of patients with leukemia, lymphomas, other blood cancers where, uh, either because of their disease or because of the treatment for their disease, they become transfusion dependent for a period of time. And, um, they will literally die if they don't have those transfusions. So it's, um, a way to keep some people in your community alive. Uh, and that's pretty cool. So anyway, this is the talk show. We don't <laughs> normally get uh, too like heavy on, on the science, but like it, it is, it's a really big deal. I take care of these people and, and um, they can bleed to death in their brain. If they don't have platelets, it's just, a, it's not funny. There's nothing, there's no joke. I can tag on that. It just sucks. So please uh, look into it. If you're in central Texas and if you're in any other part of the country, including Vermont, and you hear this, just consider donating blood anyway, because these people are sick all the time. And um, uh, donating blood is a great thing to do if you're healthy. Like if you're like a CrossFit person or a uh, bike racing person or anybody who's like in that level of fitness that you feel great every day when you wake up, you've got something you could give. So consider giving it. And that's the end of my speech. Honest, I have a question. A follow question, sir, over here, sir. Yes, yes, sir. Please in the in the back, the guy with the ridiculous mustache. I shouldn't acknowledge. <laughs> when when uh, when someone donates blood, will they be fatigued or tired or otherwise affected following their donation of their uh, human juice? Possibly. If you do CrossFit, no, you should feel like a million dollars because nothing ever makes you feel bad. <laughs> I 
<laughs> and that is, is an that- answer you deserve. Uh, if is- you no, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, though, if you do donate blood or or platelets, you probably will feel fine. You may feel a little fatigue, a, a, a slice of anemia, but not a true slice like these patients experience. And um, it might be something where you don't want to go do like um, your hardest workout of the week the next day, but like you can do it. Like if you're, if you're the kind of person who's like wearing a whoop strap or trying to figure out how many pull-ups you can do, your shit can donate blood. And I, I'm going to say one thing and I'm not going to name any people or put anyone on blast because I'm not that kind of person at all. But I heard of a group within the city of Austin that does a certain type of um, cardio activity. Don't even really want to make it specific. And um, they were back to work today. And they seemed kind of proud of themselves for being back to work today. And I got to be honest, like without making a strong personal judgment, it just bothered me. It didn't look like a good look. It was like there's a community that needs healthy people to be doing supportive things. And if the thing that you can think of that's best for you to do right now is try to keep being fit or keep improve getting gains. It's just like, come on, man, go donate blood, go do something. Don't, don't be that guy. Like, like, and there's nothing wrong with wanting to do those things, but like, it just, I don't know. That's a bad luck. Adam's wait, can we, actually, can we, can we dig into that? I'm curious about this. Let's you talk, I'm, let's I'm talk not curious about on the, let's talk about yeah, it. I'm not curious. I, I'm willing details, to talk about it, but uh, I'm, I, I want to, I want to understand. Um, all right. You're saying it's a bad look. I'm saying it's a bad they're, look. They're, they're representing like, yeah, okay, we're back. We're back doing this thing, whatever, whatever thing. It doesn't matter. Um, it is a fitness thing though, right? That's what we're talking about. We're talking about a fitness thing. We're talking about a cardio based fitness thing. I, I really yeah, whatever. Don't, it's I don't, a fitness thing. No, I, that's I, not the point. I live, in, I live in Austin. It's small here. I don't want to like put someone on blast because it's not about that. It's about, it's about thinking. No. It's about thinking about what's right in a complicated situation. And I would say these people are existing in a complicated moment. So if they made a bad decision, I don't even think that makes them bad. It's just, this is a tough time to make decisions. What, you, I'm, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm, should you be doing right now? If you live in a traumatized city, you don't, you're in Vermont, but if you live in hey, a traumatized we're always, city, yeah, we're always traumatized. I mean, <laughs> th- those state troopers, I saw the movie. They're wacky. <laughs> Uh, but do you think, hold up. There's, this is the point I was trying to get at. Do you think that by them being back at it and offering their, their class or their service, they're providing a one sense of community that people have been missing over the last week, particularly over the last year during the pandemic, which is important for mental health and community building. That's really it. That was my whole question all rolled up in one. Can I just say two things? One, you should learn how to phrase a question. I know. I just it was I was I was rambling on and then it just it just fell fell off no, at the no, end there. Anyone anyone who lives listening to this podcast on the regular knows that you did about as good a job as I ever do, but like <laughs> Like that was not a good phrasing of a question, but that was terrible. It was so bad, <laughs> but no respect. And here, can I, I want to back. I want to walk it back a minute. Cause I don't ever want to be that guy who 
sounds like he's just being mean or judgmental. I, that's no, not, I, I, no, I don't think I don't think you were, which is why I, I thought it was an interesting thing to talk about. What I think is this, Adam. What I think is if you have the capacity to Roman to be, and I don't. This isn't even about the person in charge, but if you're the person who runs, or if you're the person who has access to those people, and something tragic just happened to your city, wouldn't it be better? to direct those people to the blood bank or to literally. And also Adam is now fighting a can. He's fighting a tin can. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, in the middle I'm of sorry. talking and he decided to have a fight with a tin fucking can. Hang on. Let I me know. Let me know, when, let me know when my heartfelt answer to your question can be finished after you fight a fucking tin can in your garage. You crazy <laughs> bastard. Oh my God, I'm dying. I'm dying. Oh no. And that's what, it, and that's what it feels like to get hit by Derek Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Wait, you got to save Derek Lewis. I, we got to talk about that later. <clears throat> I have a follow up question. <laughs> so sure. Please, 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 <laughs> sir, ask your question. Do do we know, and you very well may know, so I'm just going to ask for clarity. Do we know that they did not mobilize the group to do said activities? I don't know, and I think that's a great point, and I will take it and uh, take that note. And I will actually say now on the podcast... Hey, if those people did go on to do great things that day for the community, which they probably did, these are the kind of people who I think probably did, then that's great. But I just think if I was the gatekeeper, like the person with the access to the pool or the gym or the the box or whatever it is, (laughs) I would like to be the one who says, no, don't come in here today. Do something better than this. Can Can I have another follow up question? Yes. What is the state now of Texas? Like, what all is still going on? Like, is the power totally back on? Is it not back on? Uh, is it still cold as shit? Is there I, a bunch of water damage to clean up? Like, what is going on? I would do a disservice to some of my uh, Texans if I tried to make a generalization, but I will say this. Most people have power back. There is a, I think, a small demographic that is getting screwed by the power commission in some way or another, be it like physical outages or whatever, but like a a rolling thing or something. They're not even rolling anymore. It's just, there's some people who are out and there's a reason and I don't, couldn't even tell you what it would be, but most people are back on since, uh, Thursday night. But, um, man, we, we went in my house without any, uh, heat or electricity for four days. And I don't know. I don't even know how to compare that against anyone else's experience because I've never experienced that before. And it remains to be said here, Adam, as you know, that I'm a Rhode Islander, just like you. I I grew up in a part of the country where this is more likely to have happened. Wait, let's, let's also point out, like, like, I think it's easy to poke fun and be like, oh, they lost power and, and didn't have heat in Texas for four days. However, it was single digits or like, or uh, low, yeah. low double digits, it right? Was, it was legitimately New England cold. 
even though it was down here. And, and that was the part that I think is hard for people to maybe think about or, or just, it just was hard to experience. Like I, I, I've been in those temperatures in the Northeast, but the infrastructure, the homes, the grid, and we can get, uh, this is not a political podcast, but we could get into the fact that, do you know, Adam St. Germain? I know you do, but let's, let's be fun for the podcast. Do you know that Texas is not connected to the rest of the grid? For the country. I saw I saw that map uh, last week and I I didn't know it until I saw the map and I was like, well, that's, that's dumb as hell. You dumb as hell. Yeah, we have our own grid because we're fucking, you know, ballers or what, whatever, I guess. It's it's well, it's, it, it's bigger. They just wanted to have a bigger grid. So they were like, we'll just do it ourselves. It's, it's big. It's big. What big grid. It's big. I killed I killed the deer over there. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck right. these people. Fuck these people. <laughs> Sorry, I'm 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 saucy on this episode, so that's fine. I mean, you you still you still wound up, man. You had a hell of a week. Me, I was just, you know, was I was just eating dinner and Oh, oh yeah, let's flip it. Let's know. flip it for a second. Cause we can talk about my shit all episode and no one's gonna let's let's talk for a minute about what what <laughs> I have so many thoughts about this. But what I think the reason people listen to this this podcast, I've, I came to a conclusion, Adam, during the inter, interval time before the, the the struggle, the great Texas struggle. I came, <laughs> I came to a realization about why I think this podcast can work and should work even better than it does reach a larger audience. And it is because in the beginning, I thought this podcast was about a guy who's I, take it back. I thought this podcast was about two guys trying to do the same type of stuff who live different lives, but could like be like call and response interacting with each other about their experiences. Right. I've realized that was wrong. This is not that this is a podcast about a guy with a fucked up mustache. Who's trying to be Superman. (laughs) And he's friends with a guy who is barely figuring out how to fucking live half the time. And like, <laughs> and that's a better premise for a podcast. It's, it's better. We should have pack, packaged this as something else. Do I have to keep the mustache the whole time though? Probably. All right. I mean, it's fair. That's fair. You know. I saw it on, I, for the listener, please look at short handled shovel on Instagram at any posts within the last couple of days is the 21st of February. And you'll see a gentleman who's decided to make some moves with his facial hair. <laughs> and I respect it. I'm here for it. I'm here's all, how I, I'm all in. Here's how I know it was a smash success. Well, all right, a little background story. Here's the background story. Okay. <laughs> my whole, my whole childhood, my dad had a mustache. Oh my God. He's dying. Are you okay? I swallowed water wrong. <laughs> going to end up on the podcast. I this is the, a, it's, it's the week that keeps it going. <laughs> <laughs> I took a swig of water and you made me laugh somehow. And I almost died. Oh, okay. All right. Go on. So, I'm going I'm to edit that out. I can't live with that, but go on. Okay. So my, wait, wait, my, wait, 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 wait. Beep. <laughs> That's where I edit. Good. That's oh, that's I the added. edit. That's yeah. the cut. That's so the cut now, line. Now okay, we're going to do yeah. it again because you didn't understand. Beep. All right. So my dad had a mustache when I was growing up 
and we and he had um, the same receding hairline that I have, and he wore glasses. And one day, my friend Owen came over, and he was like, "Yo, your dad looks exactly like Ned Flanders." And we lost oh, our mind. Shit. Oh shit! I got lost it. our mind, like dying laughing. And from that point on, I think I was ten. From that point on, till now, when I'm just going to be thirty-seven. So for twenty-seven years. We have called my dad Ned, <laughs> and uh, that explains anyway, a lot. Yeah, and so and so every year, every winter for the last ten years or so, I'd grow a beard because it's cold in Vermont, and you need a beard in the winter. It's func- it's functional. <laughs> so, okay, I'm gonna take your word for that. I'm not gonna even investigate that. Line. Don't even. That Why doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. So <laughs> I grow the beard, and then usually around March, I shave the beard. And I always, like the last five years or so, I'd always shave the beard, leave the mustache, get a chuckle because I now looked like <laughs> Ned Flanders, and then <laughs> and then I would immediately shave it off. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't leave the house with it. I wouldn't even leave the bathroom. Last year, I left the mustache on for 24 hours, and I was like, I couldn't take it. It was just too it was too ridiculous. And then this year, I was like, oh, you know what? Like 2020, COVID, everything's crazy. I was like. I'm rolling with it. Let's all, go, mustache. We're doing it. All in. All in. <laughs> so I felt I committed. So my my wife asked me the other day. She's like, "When are you going to shave the mustache?" And I was like, "I don't know. Could be tomorrow. Could be Father's Day." She's like, "Father's Day's in June." I was like, "Yep. <laughs> could, could, yep. That's what I said. That's what I said." <laughs> so I'm now I'm now keeping the mustache as a, as a nod to all the fathers. From the 80s and 90s uh that had similar mustaches hell yeah hell yeah <laughs> on that br- so, subject briefly uh w- with your messed up facial hair doing your morning workouts i've noticed lately with the morning workouts you, you've been doing some some different positions and movements uh that i i'm curious like, some of them are like uh upside down Push up. I don't know what the hell you're doing, but but my question is like, are, where, where is the prescription for this shit coming from? Like, where from my co- from my coach? Okay, and is your coach um, crazy? <laughs> I don't know what what was the thing what was the thing that caught your attention? Handstand no, pushups. I, I just wanted to do a joke. No, your your oh. your coaches are probably amazing, and, and it looks like the the workouts that you're doing are fantastic. I, I, I Champlain Valley Fitness. Did I get it right? Did I fuck it up? Uh, yeah. Well, they recently changed that Champlain Valley Community Fitness. So you almost had it. Yeah. Champlain Valley Community Fitness. Seriously. Yeah. Well, no, not holler yet. It'll be holler when you're willing to underwrite this podcast in some way, which you could reach out to me at scottytalkshow.com. <laughs> Otherwise, oh, I will give you the deference you deserve, which is still good. You guys are great. It's not bad. Solid. Solid work. Solid work. Pretty good. Yeah. Could be yep. great. If you want to hear that you're great, pay my ass. I'll tell you you're great. If you want if you want us to tell all 18 listeners that you're great, we will do it. Hey, hey, there's 18 listeners plus some that you don't know about. <laughs> that's that's true. That is true. That is true. I, I can't tell you about till you pay me. <laughs> All right, so going back to uh, the premise that you just laid out of uh, me training like an asshole and you trying to keep up, Scott Selvis, 2021, you laid out a challenge. Yeah, I did. L- last, 
Well, we got a few things. We got a few challenges to talk about here. Last month, we had the first marathon of the year. We did. So we should hit on that. We've got strain week. Whoop. Starting next week. Strain week. Tomorrow. Whoop. I, I, and, by, the, by the way, by the way, I think what I, I, I got, Adam, this is the episode we're going to talk about this on the air. I have I have a feeling that if we're going to keep using whoop metrics on the on the podcast to, to measure challenges, we're going to have to start talking about them with a name that isn't whoop. So because they they're not paying my ass. OK, so like from now on, <laughs> whenever we talk about it, we'll be like that watch thing. Right. Or like, what's a fun name that would sound like? Coop. The t- well, the t- TWT, TWT, that watch thing, TWT. TWT, that watch thing. We're yeah. going to, from now on, we're doing like this whole next week when we talk about it, it's TWT. All right, TWT challenge. If they want to unlock that shit, there's a way to do it. All right, I'm into it. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm into it. But no, let's, let's go. go. I, I interrupted your thought and I, I apologize. So we're talking about the challenges. Please tell us again yeah okay so that so then all right so so we got marathon of the month challenge we already had one month go by we're almost to the end of february we got strain week coming up and then we have the four by four by 48 i can't wait for that i'm excited about that i don't know why it's gonna suck but i for some reason i'm excited about it all right so let's hit scott sullivan january how did your first marathon of the year go not good but uh i'll i'll give it this a uh, quick review i off the couch it i i hadn't had time to train and that's all me i didn't make the priorities to get to the time to train which is all on me but i i did not want to um i didn't want to show up empty-handed so i just tried it and uh, I will say the first half marathon of that marathon, I felt great. And I actually felt good enough that I started to maybe go harder than I should have, you know, and like get maybe unrealistic in my mind about like, and I wasn't going super fast, but I just felt good. <clears throat> and then um, somewhere around like mile 12, 13, whatever it was, I also corresponded with a turnaround to go uphill. I just started to feel really bad. <laughs> And it, it, it kind of rolled through to the point where when I got back to my house, I was at mile 22.9, almost 23. And I should have had three miles from the lake, but I didn't do the loop at the lake because there were too many people on COVID. Oh, that's right. I remember you say it was like super busy. Well, I, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I made a decision on the point to be like, I'll do the three miles in my neighborhood instead of here. And, um, that was a good decision for my health, but it was a bad decision for the challenge because once I got back to the house, I was like, fuck this, <laughs> you know? Right. And so this is an excellent example. COVID aside, health decisions aside, hashtag why wait? Yeah. Why wait? yeah I should have just done it. And, and I mean, if it was safe enough, but in, yeah, no, you know, right. I totally get it. But, sure. seri- yeah. but seriously, if I had done that three miles there, I do believe I would have finished the challenge in piss poor condition for sure. But it would have happened. Instead, I did 23 out of 26.2, which I still feel not too much shame about. That's not nothing. Most people don't do that in a day. I'm okay with it. 
I mean, I don't know anybody else, literally nobody that is just like up and decided to be like, oh no, yeah, I haven't trained. Whatever, come on, run my marathon today. What? I'm sorry, what? Yeah. But, <laughs> but not only, dude, not only that, but so many of our conversations this year have gotten me to the point where I was like, fuck you, I don't care. Like, who cares? Like, this is like, right. I didn't even seem, I mean, to me, I don't find anything about it impressive. It's actually embarrassing to me. It would have been impressive. <laughs> it would have been impressive if I did better at it. Yeah, I mean, if you had suddenly like knocked out like a like a four hour marathon or something like, yeah, I'd be then, like oh, then, then we're then we're talking about impressive. All I did yeah. was be the dumbest fuck you know. <laughs> <laughs> too dumb to quit. That's what I told my wife. She's like, yeah. "What are you? It's, what are you gonna do?" I was like, "I'm just too dumb to quit." So <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had a, I had a similar experience. So I did it on the same day, uh, which I think was like the last day of the month. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We both, we both shot for the last day on the calendar month we did. Yeah. So I was thinking this was me being, being, uh, you know, smart and being like, Oh, I'll wait to the last day of the month. It'll be warmer and I'll have gotten more miles in my legs. Well, come to find out that weekend, the 30th and 31st was the coldest weekend of the year. <laughs> and on, and on marathon day, it was four degrees at the start. And, um, and I was like, well, shit, nobody's going to give me a hard time if I don't actually do this. So I set out, I parked, I got dressed and I was like, I'll just do one mile. And I did one mile and it was terrible. And I was like, Oh my God, it's so cold. <laughs> and I had, I had like my running, well, do you have like a camelback or something? What do you have? I do. I do. I, I have various yeah. options, but I, on that particular run, I use the camelback or, or yeah, okay. Nathan bag, whatever you want to call it. Well, yeah, but like a hydration pack. Hydration um, pack. Yeah. So, so I had, yeah, I had a vest with two bottles on the front and then I had some like mountaineering mittens stuffed in the back. Cause I was like, well, if anything gets cold, it's going to be my hands. So I had these like crazy mittens stuffed in there. And so then I, then I did one mile and then I did two miles and then i was like three miles in and then i was like headed back towards the car and i was like oh no i'll just do this loop and that's i just kept talking myself into doing like an additional loop i was like <laughs> i'll do this loop oh no i'll go this way i'll run down to this beach i'll that's go good. do this and then eventually i was at like 10 miles and then i i this is where i made a mistake i think i went to this trail network and ran off road for a little while because the first quarter mile of the trail was like super well packed in snow and I was like, oh, this will be fine. I can just run on this. It won't slow me down. And then the next part, like, really wasn't packed down at all. It was, like, super slow. I ended up doing, like, 15-minute miles in there. And, um, <laughs> nice. And it was, like, uphill and, like, uneven and whatever. So then um, I was, like, coming back towards the car. And uh, I got to the car. I was running a little bit late because I had to get home because uh, Allie had somewhere to be. And... Um, and I was like looking at the watch and I was like, oh, I'm at 24 miles. I was like, I can just run like an, an out and back mile here at the car. Like it's totally fine. But at this point I was literally already late. <laughs> yeah. So. You know, I, I, we, we talked about this. I had the same phenomenon of, I got back to the house at 23.9 miles and I was severely late for an obligation. I had promised my wife I'd be available for. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, oh, so I got to the truck. It was 24 and a half miles. And I've never done this. This is a terrible idea. I like did the run 24 and a half miles. 
and then literally got right into the truck. <laughs> it was just <laughs> yeah. terrible, terrible. Drove home. I was closed, only like 10 minutes away. Drove home. Allie goes and does her thing. She comes back, and then she was like, oh, how'd the run go? And I was like, oh, you know, it's, it's the thing. And, and I was thinking it in my head, and you had even said it, and then she was like, oh, well, you, do you want to go run the rest right now? And I was like, yeah, I, yeah, I do. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then I, I went out, like it was later in the day. I went out, I ran one and three quarter miles. So I ended up with like just over a marathon total for the day. Still, so, totally dope. Respect for that. I never finished mine up. I, I ended at 23.9, I think is what it was. 22. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. 22 or 23.9, doesn't matter. Either way, it was shy of a marathon and I didn't finish it. Uh, I also was like way over timed for things that day. But I will say this. Uh, for me, having been like during that month, not prepared and completely not ready, I did kind of feel a little bit of that Goggins energy. Like I didn't do a great job, but like the fact that I just punished myself for not being ready enough to like make an impression on myself to be like, I need to be ready next time. This is a nightmare. Uh, <laughs> right. You're like, I don't want to feel like this again. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there was still value in that. Like it was not anything I feel like bragging about. It was actually kind of embarrassing, but you know what? I, I <laughs> like, I don't know that many, I, I don't know another human being who got up that morning and did that the way I did it. So, well, I think that was the big takeaway for me. Like my time was nothing to be excited about. Like, it went okay. Like I, I did some walking towards the end, like no big deal. But I think the big takeaway was that like on any given Sunday, I can just decide to go run a marathon. Like if, that was yeah. a big win, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I, I mean, it blew my mind. I mean, I didn't do a good job. It wasn't perfect, but I will say this. And I told you this even that day on the phone that f the first half I was content with, I ran the first half marathon distance at a clip. I was not, you know, it wasn't something, it wasn't a PR. It was not even close, but it was like totally respectable. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sure. 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 It was only in the second half that the wheels came off, which is the whole point of a marathon, which I get, but like, I'm just saying like I off the couch to half marathon, pretty decent. And then did 23 miles. <laughs> I will say one way or another, it was embarrassing how bad it went, but whatever. I did, I did all that running, uh, off road this pat last year. And then I did this marathon, obviously on the road. Cause it's winter here in Vermont and, um, running that far on the road sucks. It's terrible. It's really, it's bad. not, it's like running that far off road is way better. It's more interesting. So, Would you say, I don't know what, what does better mean, but isn't it more interesting and diverse or I think it's more interesting. I like the movement patterns better because you're, it's not so repetitive because, because you're either like you're changing your, your cadence because of the terrain, because of rocks or roots, or, or maybe there's a log you have to climb over. So you're forced to actually stop. Or there's a big climb or a big, dis I don't know. It's just, it's far more engaging. And I think it's just, it's just softer on the, on your feet and joints and everything like that. Like the road is pretty unforgiving. So that's true. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hey. All right. So, so number two is coming up. <clears throat> okay. Number two, what is it? No marathon. Number two. Oh, I, I thought you meant issue number two. Oh yeah. Well, we're still got to wrap up issue number one, which is the marathon, which marathon number two is just around the corner. Cause you only got 
eight days left in the month. Oh yeah. I, that's really bad for me based on everything that's happened. But you know what? I'm as stupid as I was last month. So something will happen. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm planning to do it on Sunday again, again on the last day of the month. I, that is current. My, my plan as well. So that'll, that'll be good. All right. Well, that's a good segue here. It's hey, a challenge. Hey, I'm hoping we oh. both do. I'm hoping we both do better in that attempt. But I will say that uh, I'm not expecting to do a ton better, except that I know to how slow I need to start this time. <laughs> yeah, I think I don't think I want to go. I don't know. I think my goal isn't to like do any of these particularly fast. Like if I can do them yeah. like five to five and a half hours, I think like that's. I'm totally happy with that. And these, these have not been about speed. I don't think any of the times we've discussed it, but one thing that has occurred to me is just like, uh, especially in these months where I'm maybe not totally ready to do it. I got, you got to amp up to it. You've, you've been doing the CrossFit, uh, garage of doom. We need a name for your garage, by the way. I haven't figured out a good name for it. What do you, I mean, where, where, do, you, where do you keep, where do you keep shovels? Um, I don't know. I think we should call it the shed. Oh, okay. The shed. The shed is good. That could work. I think it should right? be the dark shed or something like, or like more the, ominous can we, sounding. Can we call it like the shovel shed? The shovel shed. <laughs> okay. Let's go with that. Let's call it the shovel Shuff, shed. Sh- the shovel shed. It works with your branding. I think that works. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm, that's what I mean. You know, I got to keep it on brand here. Hey, real quick, we're going to take a break for a second. Uh, Not a break. I'm not going to hit pause, but we're going to take a break from our conversation to do a segment that we don't do that often called, um, it's not, it's called, what what did we call it? It was. um, Ask me anything from somebody else's asking anything. I love that segment. It is not that. It's my favorite one. It's a Uh, really good one. This is the one that we do where we're copying the Doughboy segment, (laughs) Snack or Whack. I'll edit this out. But we call it something else. We call it like chomper, oh, chomper stomp. Chomper stomp. Yes. Yeah. Chomper stomp. And if you're, the, if you're the doughboys and you ever hear that, fuck off. Come on. It's not like you're the only person who ever thought of it. So this is a product I'm holding in my hand, Adam. And you're not going to be able to compare it with me unless you've had it in the past. And maybe you have. It's called uh, Vermont Village Vinegar Shot. Do you know this product? Vermont Village Vinegar Shot. It's a little squeezy pouch of vinegar. It's raw and organic apple cider apple cider vinegar with the mother, which means there's some of the like. Oh, it's it. It's I'm googling it right now just to look at the. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Do you know this product? Yes, I'm familiar with this product. Have you ever had it before? Uh, not this particular one, but I've had I have had plenty of other similar things. This one is produced in bar Vermont. Barry. Uh, I would think bar. I know you would because that's like what that, with the ballet thing is bar, <laughs> yeah, it would be, but it's, yeah. it's, ba- it's Barry. Yeah. Is it any relation to Obama? Barry? No, <laughs> no, no. It's okay. the gra- It's the granite capital of the, um, of the world. Okay. So real quick, because we just need to break up this up. Uh, episode a little bit i'm gonna drink some of this vinegar shot and it might make me nauseous but what flavor do you got though wait what flavor uh i got vermont village vinegar shot raw and organic apple cider vinegar with the mother double shot that's what oh but you don't have but you don't have like the ginger and honey or the turmeric and honey or no this is the ingredients this is the ingredients list raw and unfiltered organic apple cider vinegar that's it huh 
Okay. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that good, huh? I will say, though, the reaction was just the surprise of how much it is just vinegar. But it tasted good. It is actually good. It just was like, I didn't, I thought it would be like somehow watered down. No, it's vinegar. It's a Oh, pouch. no, they don't, they don't mess around with that. It's, it's a t- you- tiny pouch with full blast vinegar in it. Are you, um, is this your first time shooting apple, apple uh, cider vinegar? In this way, yeah. I think I might have taken vinegar shots when I thought it was a health thing in the past, but I haven't had one from a squirty pack like this before. It's really weird. Supposed to be good for your biome. Hey, my biome just got good. Get you, get your biome all juiced up. <laughs> all right, so back to the podcast. We just did a, a review of Vermont Village vinegar shots. Wait, so wait, wait, wait. What was the answer? Chomp or stomp? Oh, it's a chomp. It's just a chomp. Go, go into it knowing. Don't have someone around who's going to look at your face. Like you're going to make a weird face when you drink it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. I was for a while there. I was on this kick of like this um, apple cider vinegar with cayenne and beets in it. That sounds good. Oof! Me. It was it was some fire, man. It was it was good. Um, <laughs> it was a hot fire. And then I I don't know why I just stopped drinking it. I don't know. Um, all right, marathon number two is coming up on this weekend. Good luck. Yeah, I'm. I'm not feeling great about it, but I'm going to make it work. And then looking forward between now and then amping us up, we made a side bet, a side hustle, whatever you want to call it to do. Um, our, what did we decide we we're going to call it? The, the strap, the, the energy measurement. Uh, system. TWT. Yeah. That. <laughs> TWT. Winner so gets 20, $21. <laughs> yeah. Fitness strap. That. And also there, <laughs> there's two elements to this. So me, Adam, and potentially the commissioner of the podcast. I think the commissioner, he's in, he's in. Matt Newell. Yeah, he's in. We're going to see who can produce the most strain on the app that we use for our fitness measurement that doesn't pay us uh, this week. And then um, based on that, we're going to do a $21 payout to whoever produces the highest amount. There's a $1 correction for if the person who gets the highest <laughs> strain also has the highest uh, resting heart rate, which would be unlikely, but possible. And <laughs> that rule only really exists for me to save $1. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Fair. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Conceive- okay. Conceivably in the weird world where I would win, which I don't, expect or think will happen but anyway you never know you never know it could happen people, people might know? sleep you know people might sleep i mean we know we know the marathon is going to be worth like a 20.7 maybe even a 20.8 20.6 it's gonna be up there and the messed up thing about our fitness tracker is that it sometimes gives the less fit person a bit of a bump which is not advantageous if you're the CrossFit guy in the situation who's on the regular in the gym because you're not going to get that bump. I just want you to know I'm going to sell my soul for seven days. I don't know what that means, but I know how competitive you are. (laughs) Me and Adam Adam St. Germain, me and my co-host Adam St. Germain have known each other for a very long time. And one thing I know about him with laser-like precision is he will shake your hand, give you a hug, give you the shirt off of his back, 
but kill you if you try to be better than him at anything. <laughs> I feel you know, I'm not even going to contest that. I feel like that's completely accurate. I think it's I think it's on the nose, and I say that out of 100 percent respect. I love it. I love it. All right, challenge number three, Scott Sullivan. Let's do it. Because because I don't think we're not going to do an episode between now and then, so we got to talk about it. Is the uh, David Goggins made some shit up called the four by four by 48 respect for him making that shit up. And it seems to be a thing. It seems like people, a lot of people know about it. I don't know how he did. Well, that, I but. think he started, like, I think he started it last year and some people did it along with him. So then he tried to like bump it up and make it bigger this year. Yeah. And he's got, he's got a big platform at this point. So I, I get yeah. that. Right. So you, so, uh, starting Ex- on, explain pro- it, explain it for the audience. What is that? Yeah, starting on Friday, March 5th at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, because Goggins is in California. You run four miles, and then you run four miles again every four hours for 48 hours straight. So 8 o'clock, midnight, 4 a.m., 8 a.m., so on and so forth. Sounds so, it sounds so simple at first until you start doing some of the math. <laughs> and it'll, it'll cumulatively roll up to 48 miles. In two days. In two days. Which is a lot. <laughs> it is. And I like, is. I like how deceptively he packaged it. I think that's very clever on his part. Yeah. And it's, I, you, know, you do the math, right? You're like, you're like oh, well, if I just kind of... If I do 15 minute miles, it's an hour and then I get three hours rest. But then you're like, well, okay, but can you keep, can you keep doing that? Are you going to be like, be able yeah. to get out the door right on the hour every time? Like and there's just, a lot to it. Just to be clear, it's not every four hours from the end of the run. It's Correct. Every four hours from the beginning of the run. Yeah, every four hours on the four so hours. So the quicker Correct. you do the run, the more rest time for the next run. Right. You don't get equal rest time if you run slower. You actually get less. Correct. Well, but you but you're but lower strength, right? So like yeah, so you, tomato, so, tomato, so, you know? Yeah, so there's a calculation to make there as that window goes on. But it's interesting that it's almost like kind of I could see people maybe misunderstanding it and thinking, oh, I finished at 1230. So now I have till four. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> so if you'd like to tag along, uh, I'll be posting it live on short handled shovel on Instagram. I'll be messaging Scott along the way because he's going to be doing it as well. That's right. Um, I'll be doing it in real time with Adam, but at different time zones, but real time. And I know a lot of people do it as a fundraiser. Um, I didn't quite get my act together to do that. So anyhow, oh, we should, we'll just, we should try to think of something between now and the next episode for that. I don't, I don't know what to do, but let's talk about it off the air. Okay. It's not, it's not a bad idea. Even, um, even, even if it's a donation to the food bank think or something that we get, we could have people bet on which one of us is going to do, uh, is going to finish. I don't know that anyway, never mind. It, we'll, so we'll circle, we'll circle up on that. We'll circle up on that. Um, uh, <laughs> all right. Now, to summarize the fight from from uh, last night, oh, I we watched, watched it. We watched UFC fights last night. I watched it this morning over breakfast. <laughs> yeah, did you skip straight to it, or did you watch any of the other fights first? I'm not I watched the uh, I, I watched the other main card fight. The, the the two women whose names I can't pronounce. Yeah, they're um, yeah, yeah. 
the the jujitsu lady and the and the other lady. Yeah, um, very controversial scoring, but I actually oh, think, I think they got it right personally. I was gonna say like I I watched it and I was at first surprised and then I was like now I think I think that was the right call. Yeah, um, yeah, they they got it right. If you're gonna be a jujitsu fighter in a fight and do nothing to the opponent to threaten them, that's and and get punched in the face while you try to control like. I don't know. I, I thought she was hitting her with really good punches, even though she was in a control position and that shouldn't happen. Like that's, you know, well, if, and, if you, and you, like she went for the, she went for the finish, like at the end, you know, there was like 15 seconds left in, she in the shot, third round and she shot and she shot. still went for it. Right. I was like, yeah. Oh, that's, she earned it. It's good. She had some fire so. in the tank. And one thing we do in, in jujitsu school, sometimes I don't know about every school, every place, whatever, but one thing, one exercise we'll do sometimes in some schools I've done it is um, slap jujitsu. So we'll do uh, rounds training where everything's the same, except you're allowed to slap your opponent. <clears throat> How hard are you slapping? Um, kind of up. I mean, it's meant to not be uh, damaging, but it's meant to be uh, alerting. So it's kind of hard to say. And usually they'll only, oh, but it, so it's like a, it's like a crisp. You're not like, you're not, it's like a little tap. It's like a crisp, like slap, a crisp slap. And it's only, okay. they really only run a session like that from my experience. If it's like, it's Wednesday afternoon, all the OGs are there and there's no one you have to worry about. Then they might run a yeah. session like that. Sure, 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 sure. But, um, but it's, but so you'll do the positions with slap and it really is very illuminating because there's positions in jujitsu where if you train in the gym, you think I have con complete control of this guy. I'm, I'm so safe. But then once they allow slaps, you're just getting creamed in the face while you're trying to hold a guy in half guard. And you're like, this sucks. Why am I doing this? This is stupid. Uh-huh. And so, like, sometimes when you watch the UFC, you see that play out where, like, somebody who thinks that this position is, like, a dominant position and they want to hold it with their whole life, but they're just getting creamed, like, elbowed, punched in the face. It's just not good. So... Uh oh, Adam! Adam's been eaten by a bear. It sounds. Like. I don't know what. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. My Adam's headphone. Been eaten like, by one of the famous Vermont bears. The headphones like cut out for a second. Yeah. Sorry. You okay? I'm good. Yeah, I'm back. Okay. I'm okay. Back. So let's talk UFC fights again. Where I'm talking about that jujitsu fight, and I, I, I think the girl, the girl got controlled from the back, but she elbowed the girl who controlled her in the face. The girl who controlled should have threatened with submissions. Didn't do a good job. And they gave it to the girl. Yeah, she didn't go. She didn't go for the finish she, ever. Like, she you know. she was not sinking in the choke. She wasn't doing her job. I, I'm a jujitsu stand forever, but like if you're gonna do it that way, I can't defend you. That just wasn't impressive. Yeah, and that other the other fight earlier in the night was those two jujitsu guys, which was like the most boring. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah, yeah. Like, this is terrible. That's actually that was the first fight I turned on last night, and then I ultimately just turned it off because I was like, this is boring as hell. Yeah, like, and I don't know the what these dudes are doing. Dude, I don't know if you made it. Did you make it to the end of that fight? I can't remember. No, I didn't even finish it. <laughs> That's okay. It, it was a bad fight to watch. And I can't remember the gentleman's name, but the guy who won, and he did a good job. He dominated the positions, but like it was a boring ass fight. I agree with you 100%. And the funny thing was these guys, you know, they're, you know, you're an athlete. Like they were riding on some 
major adrenaline and they lose sight of reality. And he was in the post fight talking about how he wanted bonus checks for like fight of the night. And I was like, that fight sucked, dude. You're not getting fight of the night. You're not even getting bonus check for that fight. Like, like they should actually do a negative bonus check for how boring that shit was. They should withhold his pay is what they should do. That's what I was saying. I was like, dude, like congratulations. You won the fight, but like, don't be coming up in here talking about a bonus check when you just like, negative wrestled the guy for 15 minutes and it was boring to watch i also i gotta say man i don't even like the idea of somebody somebody saying they earned the i don't even like that it's it's but you gotta think about it's like um where we came up through certain sports i think with cycling and stuff where like there's a certain humility thing that's rewarded but like in that in in that mma world yeah all right right. being it being i want my money kind of guy is very rewarded so people tend to gravitate towards that i mean the biggest guy in the world money wise is mcgregor and all he ever does is say he people owe him stuff well it seems to work for him so that's true so you know that's what you're dealing with (laughs) um all right but so but to summarize the blades versus um Lewis fight, somebody tweeted, they tweeted, Derek throws anvils. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, that dude's hands are made out of anvils. Now, I want to ask you something, Adam. I'm curious about your, your experience of seeing it. How many times did you watch that punch? Once? Did you rewind it? Did you watch a couple times? Oh, I think I watched it. Yeah, like three, four times I watched it. I did too. I want to ask you something because I maybe I, I wish I could. I'm going to pull it up on my computer if I can. I watched it several times in the replays uh, last night, and I feel like he didn't connect directly with Blade's chin. I don't. I know he hit him. He grazed it, or he. But it's like he. No, it didn't. No, it didn't look like a full. I'm, I'm with you. It wasn't a full contact. No, it, it didn't look like, like a full. He grazed the chin on the way to a throat punch. I feel like he hit him in the airway, but he clipped the neck or the chin rather on the way by hard enough, or like that the there's a part of your wrist called the phenar eminence, which is the hard part of your wrist on the thumb side. And I uh-huh. feel like he hit him in the chin with that so hard that it knocked him out. Oh, I, I don't because I actually think the first in the in the first round when he caught him with the same punch, it actually landed better. Yeah, like yeah, maybe. like when he tried to go in for that first takedown, Lewis stopped him like a goddamn brick wall. Boom. <laughs> like, Boom. Like, it was insane. So you know, like. Yeah, and then he even said, "Like I was, I was pretty impressed. Like compared to the last fight of of Lewis's that I watched, like he was super patient." And he said it in the in the post fight, right, where he was just like, "He's like, no, I knew I was going to land that or a knee, and I was just waiting for him to come in, and then I'm gonna hit him with it." Yeah. <laughs> like, he, I loved it. Yeah, it was like per- like literally like so simple, but the perfect plan. He's like, "I'm not gonna play with you. I'm just gonna wait for you to do the shit I know you're gonna do, and then right clock you when you do." And like he didn't he didn't even really move around in the ring. He just stood there and he's like, "Go yeah. ahead, that try, try and take me down. Yeah, See he, what happens." He, he, <laughs> he seriously shadow boxed him for a round, and yeah, it was. Oh, but the beauty of how like. It was just accurate. As soon as he dropped in for that takedown, it was on the button, sort of. I mean, he, he, 
maybe the shot missed, but it was so hard that it did the job. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, it didn't didn't seem to matter, right? Like it was it was enough. He was asleep, like while he was asleep on his feet yeah. before he even hit the ground. And it was so bad. The referee got some flack for being out of position to stop him from the follow up shots because those follow up shots to a completely static body i don't know i don't know the science on that but that's got to be very bad i know what what's the rule there like he got he did get two additional shots in there but i feel like a lot of times they get one maybe two in before the ref can get in there the rule of thumb that you learn in any martial arts competition either a jiu-jitsu tournament or all the way up to something completely unrelated like an mma fight is your job is to finish the fight. And when the referee pulls you off, you stop. But you do not stop before that because the opponent might play games or play possum or... Well, you know, it's funny. It was early in the fight. They even said that. Because, like, at one point, Lewis had his head covered and they were like, Lewis is hurt, Lewis is hurt. And the other dude was like, you know, Lewis plays possum a lot. <laughs> no, he, and I've seen fights where he does that, where he acts really hurt. And then the next thing you know, you rush in and he clocks you with a world-class strike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The dude is legit, like, hilarious because he he's, I think he just has a, a interesting personality that people obviously respond to. But that, I mean, when you watch, there aren't that many times you see a guy get hit like blades did where his body goes automatically into like rigor position, like in this weird way. Like he like, yeah, like instantly, like boom, instant instantly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's almost really concerning, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like that shouldn't happen. Well, and then I guess there was like, you know, and they were, they were uh, doing the broadcast and stuff. Like it took him a while to wake up. It wasn't yeah, like yeah, they cut to commercial wasn't quick. They cut to commercial and didn't come back real quick. Right, right. I was just like, oh, and then shit. did they you like, see the moment when he was on the stool and he looked like he didn't know what country he was in? He had no, this, he was he yeah. was gone. I think he was like, it looked like he was asking, like, what's going on? What are we doing? Like, but by, by the way, no, no disrespect to that fighter. He's one of the baddest dudes on the planet. But like, he he's amazing for a guy like that level to get got to the point where he didn't know where he was is like just tells you how fierce that Derek Lewis right hand is. It's it's crazy. Well, and I think they said it, it's the it ties for most knockouts ever in the UFC. Yeah, he's or he, most, he now has the most ever in the heavyweight division. Heavyweight, that's what it was. Okay, but he's tied. No, he has the most ever for the heavyweight division. He's tied for the most ever overall. Overall, for anybody, for anybody. So if he fights again and knocks another dude out anytime soon, it could put him on the number one of all time spot. Dang. Which is crazy because he doesn't get a lot of love because he's silly and he says silly shit and he's late. Not lazy, but like people think he's lazy is what I'm trying to say because they see him be like gassed and stuff. But it's like these are heavyweights. They they get gassed like they're moving a lot more mass than you are. I mean, he, like his record speaks for itself, right? Like and think about <laughs> I, I don't know. You're, you're 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 a fitness guy like these days like think about what the 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 needs are uh, for a guy with that high of a muscle mass right 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 right. still got you know you look at him you know he's got chub on his belly right like you can make whatever judgment you want but there's a lot of muscle on that man too and he's big and what are the demands that it takes to operate that body at a high cardio level for 15 or 20 minutes 
Yeah, well, or right, or even twenty five minutes if these guys actually went the five rounds. They never oh, seem to, but no, they you know. never go the five rounds because someone's going to die first, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but it's interesting. It was fun to watch. I actually was watching the fight in real time and almost blew it because I you had gone to bed, but you also were doing that thing that you classically do, where I text you and I go, "Adam, see your man, what's up?" And you're like, "Do do." Is there a drip? Is there a sound of a drip in here? Is there, what's going on? I can't hear anything. A weird sound. And then oh, man. <laughs> time goes by and I'm like, well, bitch, this fight just got interesting. I'm going to text you something. And you were like, wrote back like no spoilers. And then I was respectful and did not spoil anything. I, I appreciate, I appreciate you not spoiling it, but there's no, a very hysterical mean version of me that wanted to just send you the exact results of the fights in a text. <laughs> message. <laughs> hey, well, what was the other dude? There was some other dude that missed weigh in by like 11 pounds. I didn't see that, but that's insane. Who could miss a weigh in by 11 pounds? I don't know. I remember I saw it and it was like, Oh, I thought it was so, and even like the bantam weight or something. He's like a lightweight dude. He missed by 11 uh. pounds. That's yeah, that's no good. That's weird. Well, and even that woman, um, the 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 Jiu-Jitsu woman from last night, she missed weigh in by by a little bit, like a pound and a half or two pounds or something. It's so. interesting to me always. I know how it works. I know there's like water and muscle and distribution, but there are some fights, and I know you've been watching fights recently, so I or for a while, so you know. But like, don't you notice there's certain fights where it is impossible to understand how they weighed in the same? Oh, dude, a hundred percent. You're just like, you're like just like, that, what? Doesn't have to. You guys can't be in the same category. Like There's the, no way. The jujitsu woman and the blonde woman with the braids last night. I cannot remember the names. Viera, I believe, was the jujitsu woman. I cannot believe remember the name of the woman with the. She had she had a complicated name. She had a complicated name, but they did not look like they could possibly have weighed in at the same weight. No, not at all. Well, and even the uh, the the um. The, Bra- the Brazilian woman, she's the one that was overweight. So, yeah. like, her cut didn't go as well as it should have. Yeah, that happens. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Here's the dude. Rafael Alves misses weight by 11 and a half pounds. <laughs> it's so fucked up. For the, for the featherweight uh, fight. Did they let they him can- fight? They didn't let him no, fight. No, they canceled it. Yeah, yeah. Because every now and then, the, the teams will make a deal, and they'll fight still. But oh, if, really? Yeah, but that's at a catch weight or whatever. There's an agreement. Like, if you miss weight, your opponent has the right to um, agree to still fight you or refuse to fight. And sometimes they'll agree to still fight under certain conditions. And I don't know all the details of that, if there's money involved or whatever, but it, they will, you will see fights that will still happen despite that. But um, it depends on the confidence of the person who is fighting the missed weight person. Sometimes they'll be like, oh, I can fuck them up anyway. I'm going to take the fight. Yeah, sure. Right, right, you know, right. But like, that's not a smart thing to do. But I mean, dude, like 11 pounds, like that's crazy. It's so. huge. It's huge. I mean, what's, I, uh, what's her name's coming back here? Holly Holm. Oh, in, in May. Love it. She, she's, she's one of my favorites. She's great. Who's she fighting? Uh, Juliana Pina, Pena, Pina, Pena. I don't know who that is. She's good. That'll be a good fight. All right. May 8th. Put it on your calendar. Put it on your calendar. So, uh, okay, moving forward, uh, we did. We talked about a bunch of the challenges, the strain challenge. Uh, let's talk about a little bit 
uh, Adam St. Germain, uh, just an overview. Here we are. We're at, uh, we don't want to, we, we, we did an hour, so we got to, we got to round this down soon, but we're, we're here in February, late February. Mm. How is your family doing in the COVID situation? How are you looking into the spring? What do you think about school? What do you think about your, what do you, what are you thinking about how life's going to look in the spring for your family in Vermont? I don't think the spring. Uh, yeah. So we're doing, we're doing well. Everybody's staying busy. Um, I've been doing the training thing every day. Allie's been doing her training thing every day. Wait, 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 wait. What's that? Oh, what's that look like? The tr- the training thing for Allie. What's that look like? What's she doing? Oh, she's like gotten into, um, Oh, what's that girl's? Th- I say the thing. Yoga with Adrian. Yeah. She's famous. That's a <laughs> so, so famous. Like famous. So yeah, she's doing that. And then she does a couple other like, um, workout videos of like some people that she found on YouTube that she's, that she's gravitated towards. And, um, she just does it like in the living room, like every day. It's awesome. It's so, great. Yeah. And my wife is getting back into swimming and she was up until this past week, the world fell apart here in Austin. It's going to get back together, but she swims at an outdoor swimming location that's socially distanced and this and that. Oh, cool. And we took a long time off of it for her, but she's gotten back into it because that's her her thing is swimming the way ours was always like cycling. And now it's CrossFit for you. And I don't know what it is for me. I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I keep trying to get, I keep trying to get Allie to train with me in the garage, but she's like, she's like, it's 10 degrees out there. I'm not going out there. I'm like, all right, fine. You know what's, <laughs> so maybe, you know what's funny? I did not think that's what you were going to say. When you said it's 10 degrees out there, what I thought you were going to say was it looks like the devil's asshole out there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're gonna make we're make some improvements, you know. Now okay. that I spent a full yeah. a full winter in the in the garage in the in the in the shovel shed, um, we'll make some improvements for the next winter. Okay, so a little more space. Might put some more color in there. We'll see. We'll change okay. things around. Okay. Good. Okay. So respect. Get rid of the get rid of the moving blanket walls. You know, it'll look a more it'll look a little more personable. Tom. And again, I will remind the listener, please. DM short handled shovel on Instagram with fun things you see in the background or issues you have with the garage. I enjoy to do it. Sometimes the rope that goes up to the hell window is in weird positions. And I'm just like, why is it like that? I need to know. You know, it's just like, you just need to know. So anyway, so that that's good. I don't think the spring is going to look any different. Um, you know, they're doing like the roll the vaccine rollout and the whole deal. Although we're optimistic for the summer. We got E signed up for like a bunch of camps, local camps. Nice. Um, it's great. It's great. So yeah, it should, should be good. And then she's, she's supposed to start school um, in the fall. So, and she's got, go. um, she's got a friend. I forget the relationship. Remind me, you guys have a, another relative in the area similar. Oh in age. Yeah, yeah. So my, my brother-in-law and nephew are here um, and my sister-in-law are there living with my mother-in-law. Normally they live in Brooklyn. Right. But Earlier, they escaped Brooklyn. <laughs> Why? Uh, Why is they've been up here since like June or July or something like that? So, uh, yeah, they've the two kids have been able to play together a ton, which is awesome, um, and they get along great, and you know, super so close in so age. Important because awesome. at that age, they need the, a little sense of community, even if it's just a friend or a couple friends. It really helps. So. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Totally. 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 So. Um, so yeah, so anyway, so that's good. And, and, um, but she's excited for camp and lately she's been, um, pretending to be a vet for all of her stuffed animals. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. 
she tells me that she they we have to build with the Legos or with magnet tiles, we build the wildlife community center, which I was like, <laughs> wait, is, is this like a vet? is this like an animal hospital? And she's like, no dad, it's where the animals go to hang out. (laughs) (laughs) They say the best stuff. I'll eat. I can't, I can't pull one off. Oh, I'll tell you one that I think is funny. It's, it's a little bit inside baseball, but it's a, in our house. uh, (laughs) So Holly has developed certain words over time that he said that just, he came up with that apparently have meaning to him. That's different than what you would, Normally thing. So he came up with his own swear word, as far as I can tell. Like there's a word that he says that now seems to be intimated with like something like a swear word intent, but it's not vulgar. And I'll give you an example. He'll be like, Daddy, can you get me something or other? I'm like, No, I can't right now. I'm doing this, but I'll get it for you later. He'll be like, Okay. Daddy, can you get it now? And I'm like, No, I'm still doing that thing. And he'll be like, Daddy, you're nutcrackers. <laughs> <laughs> man and look like, out and i'm like what and he's like you're nutcrackers and i'm like what does that mean he's like you won't bring me the thing so clearly it has some negative connotation i can't figure out exactly what it means uh so that's fun he's coming for you <laughs> yeah. he is coming for you yeah, look it's, out it's, it's fun you're nutcrackers adam that's what i've always thought he's but he's in school right he's, he's going to school now we sent him back to school a couple weeks ago, and then this last week was a lost week, and this coming week will be a lost week due to the storms in Austin and um, uh, water issues and whatnot. But he'll, he'll be back soon, and we're basically trying to get him just prepped for, uh, you know, just kind of understanding the pattern of the day when he goes to uh, kindergarten next year, which is going to be very – the kindergarten he's going to go to is very close to our house. Oh, and, cool. And the pre-K that he's going to is close, but it's a few – further minutes away but it's been really good for him he comes home happy he's got friends oh this is a funny thing (laughs) i I, i'm gonna have to do some research into this later but for some reason it feels like a connection to the podcast and to crossfit and to stuff that you guys do and to to even the commish but he came home from school and i was like uh uh, ali uh how's how's school oh it's good i like it you have friends yeah Who's your friends? I have friends. Well, well, who's the friend you play with the most today? Soldier. (laughs) I said, what? And he said, soldier. And I was like, you have a friend named soldier? And he's like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. Sure. I mean, you know. I was like, whoever named that kid is probably doing push-ups and pull-ups right now. Like in the moment. I think so. Constantly. Just constantly like, doing. Like never stops. Dang. He's, he's on a concept two rower like at this moment. But, Man, that that is soldier. Soldier. By the way, I mean, here, here's, here's a fun game for the next episode. What's the most badass name for a son you can think of if the only point of naming your son was to make it the most badass name? Like something that you could like the craziest name and maybe we'll let the listeners or Matt or anyone chime in on that next time. Most insane. Maybe I don't want to say masculine, but just over the top name for a, a boy. And then also for a female. And then also for someone non-binary, we could do all of it. I don't want to get, canceled. What about? I mean, couldn't you just, you could just use machete for all three of them. 
fucking hell yeah. That you, you, <laughs> you, you might have just scored the win. That might have shut the whole conversation down. I think that's checkmate, right? Like, you know, yeah, that's machete, non-binary. It's anything. <laughs> shit. He's coming for you. He is coming. I think we did it. I want to do on the next episode. I do want to do an AMA, EAMA cube. Yeah, we definitely, we got to hit one of those. Those are fun. But, but we're at an hour and 10. I think we did this. I think, yeah, we're going to wrap it up. I'm going to go cook some dinner, eat some dinner, do the thing. What's for dinner? And, uh, What's for dinner? What we got? I don't know. We got a couple of Hello Freshes to make. Oh, go get it. Yeah, that sounds You good. know, I'm all about that meal prep life. It's great. I like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying and by, to. And by meal prep, I mean, I like other people to prep my meals. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> also, so, Hello, yeah, Hello yeah. Fresh. If you want to get a piece of this, come get it. <laughs> that's right hey wh- I, what do you got for dinner what's going on over there? you gonna sous vide some shit now you got water um i don't know i already made i made uh impossible meatballs which means impossible brand ground beef meatballs last night uh and, not ground uh, beef it's not ground beef you know what it, you know, fate with the air quotes and stuff but mm-hmm. you know, oh yeah i, I got it with the air, i got it yeah ve- vegetarian not meatballs uh not and, meatballs uh, <laughs> i got some rigatoni i might cook up and some sauce i i've got a lot of just stuff in the cabinet i'm to, to make that and then i i made these great breakfast potatoes with onions and peppers like, Ooh. A, like a big portion of those that i'm trying to gonna maybe make some beans and stuff to make breakfast tacos for my coworkers when I go back tomorrow. It'll be my first day back in a, in a week or so. So I'm trying to show up with breakfast tacos in hand, but I'm working my way. Now what's okay. Now important question for these breakfast tacos. Yeah. And I'm not a breakfast taco guy. So, but I'll try to field the question. Well, this is the easy one. What's uh, are we talking street tacos, four inch tortilla. Are we talking standard tacos, six inch tortilla? Uh, I believe, the standard taco, like I just got, uh, there's a company here in town, El Milagro, and they make gluten-free corn tortillas that are very nice, and you can get them in like a 25-pack or whatever, and I found, I scored some at uh, the... Spanish. Oh, I bet. These sound like a standard six-inch. Yep, yep, yep. They're, yep. they're nice. They're nice. And, uh, nice. Very nice. And so what I'm just going to do is uh, a nice breakfast potato with some beans and uh, some shredded cheese and uh, hot sauce of your choice. And uh, I think that's what I'm trying to prepare enough of to just show up with something for people. I don't really I don't have enough protein to do like a bacon or a sausage, but uh, we'll see. Just, you know. All oh, right, and I got eggs. Qu- oh, and I got eggs, too. So I can closing question. Closing yes. question. How was the sauce? Which sauce? I sent you some sauce. You did. It was very good. I actually used some of it on a couple things I cooked this week. I don't remember the name of the company. Please remind me. No idea. I have no idea. I'll get. No. We'll, we'll drop it later. I'll put it in the episode notes. But uh, uh, I know it's a it's a one man operation, and he's located in Burlington, Vermont. And he's and, got his dog on the on the label. And so, he not only sent me a couple bottles that were delicious, but he sent a bonus bottle for the order that I haven't cracked open yet that looks like it's like a tomatillo type kind of thing. I have that was like a bonus thing and I haven't broken that one open yet, but I'm going to. So that'll be the next. All right. One. All right. All right. All right. Uh, and then, Oh, and, uh, what, Oh God, what are we going to do for, uh, for next episode? It will be in March. Are we going to do a pre let's do a pre four by four, but like just even if it's a 10 minute thing, we drop just like a, quick before we start doing that nonsense okay well yeah it'll be at night i mean that's fine 
let's let's do a, let's tell the listeners we'll do a quick pre that and a quick post that, and then we can do a recap later when we're rested. Okay, I'm into it. I'm into it too. So a pre four by four by forty eight. Pre four by four by forty eight hashtag uh, four by four by forty eight. I don't know if that's a real thing, but also David Goggins. Just look at him on Instagram. It, he, he's going to be lighting that stuff up soon. It's probably all over his. Uh, yeah, yeah, he had a bunch of stuff about it the other day, so yeah. I'd check it out there. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yep. It's a great way to prove that you can do something stupid and unnecessary that is also great and good for your brain and uh, constitution. <laughs> and and unnecessary. Let's just be clear. But let's, but, <laughs> but let's be very clear. It's unnecessary and silly, but it's still going to be great. What is those the hashtag you have for your for your brand there, Adam? Live the joke. Live the joke. I feel like it falls healthily into that camp. <laughs> yes. It, yeah. It is very squarely in the live the joke camp. No doubt about it. So. All right, brother. Uh, we're we're, we're, we're going to fade. We're going to fade this out with some music here. What, what's your final thoughts? Have fun. Be nice. And don't be an asshole. Okay. But what's the final thoughts you're paid to say? Oh, <laughs> the time has come. This podcast has ended. Let us go in peace. Fantastic job, my friend. Peace. We did it. <laughs> nice. Love for Texas. Go yeah. look up ways to help Texans. They're fucked up. It had something <laughs> to do you. with the rain. Help. help me. <laughs> Leaching loamy dirt. And the way the back lane came alive. Half moon whispered go For a while I heard you Missing steps in the street And your anger pleading In an uncertain key Singing the sound that you found for me when the winter took the tips of my ears Found this noisy home Full of pigeons and places to hide And when the voices die I emerge to watch abandoned machines to you.
your chest while you were sleeping. Shadow.